discover the inherent power of God in you. Whether there are challenges or not, we are still the same. We are constant. God is constant. God does not change. And that is the life that we have received. He says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That is the same life we have also received. We are also the same yesterday, today, and forever. What kind of life? We, we, we are the same because we have the same life with Christ. So when you think about God, think about you. Because everything he is, that is why he told Abraham, he said, I am your, your exceeding great reward. God gave himself as a reward to Abraham. And we are the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we have inherited God himself. Listen to Pastor Oti Boateng as Christ is magnified in you. Thank you for this morning. Thank you, Diving, as we are hearing your word. It brings us goodness. Thank you that we increase, change levels to your glory. Thank you that we are instructed in righteousness. Therefore, we know what to do with ourselves. Thank you that your blessings rest upon our lives. We produce fruits on every sphere of our lives, even in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So I've been sharing with you concerning what? Now that you're born again, isn't it? All right. So I want to add two, two more things to it today. Hallelujah. Do you have your Bible with you? All right. So, last Sunday I started sharing with you concerning the fact that you are the righteousness of God, isn't it? The first time I shared with you on uh, the fact that you have the life of God. Now that you're born again, you have the life of God, isn't it? And I think I've shared with you on that for some time. Then I went ahead and spoke about the fact that now that you're born again, you are the righteousness of God. Okay? Huh. I mentioned that your, your spirit is now alive to God. Isn't it? I'm, I'm talking about the SOSOS geogos of Christianity. Without these things, you will not be able to construct sentences in the Lord. I know how to experience the power of God. I know how to give the power of God because I know these things. I'm not afraid of the devil doing anything to me. I'm not afraid of what man can do against me because I know that foundations. I know the SOSOs and the geogos of Christianity. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I know that my prosperity is not based on what is in my bank, my bank account or what is in my pocket. So whether I have something on me or not, whether my full tank is empty or not, makes no difference. It doesn't affect my, my mood in any way. Whether my beloved leaves me or not, it doesn't affect me because I know the SOSOs and the geogos of Christianity. It's important. Without what I'm telling you now, you'll be moved by a lot of things. Anything can just blow you away. You can just forget about God and insult God. Yeah. There are other Christians who are giving up because times are hard. Naturally speaking, times are hard. The economy... Can you imagine the dollar is now five one CD is equal to five CD. One dollar is equal to five CDs. Fuel is now five point something. One one liter, not one gallon, no. It's one liter of fuel. It's more than one dollar. It's not a small thing. There are no jobs in the system. There's pressure. But those who know they are God. He didn't say those who God knows. Those who know they are God. 
There are problems, but the ones who know they are God will what? They will do exploits. It is in the time of trouble that they will do exploits. And such as do wickedly against the covenant shall be corrupt by flatteries. There, there will be more corruption. There will be terrible things. There will be wilder things. But the people that know their God shall be strong. And they shall do exploits. <laughs> yeah. How, when do, does light shine brightest? When does light shine brightest? When there's darkness, isn't it? Mm-hmm. When, the light, when there's light and there's, the sun is up. And you put light on. I mean, it's like you're joking. You don't really see what the light can do. But when there's no sun, there's just darkness, and you put on a light, uh-huh, then you would know that you have something. Yeah. So if you know your God, it's, it's, that's why we teach you the word of God, to help you to know your God. If you know your God, he says, you shall be strong, and you shall do exploits, things that nobody will understand. I don't know if you have that ringtone that we have. You shall do exploits. Wild exploits. Yeah, it's a prophecy from God. It's God who said it. Yeah. Okay? When things are getting harder, tougher, wilder, that is when you'll be doing greater things. But you must know your God. You must know. Tell everybody, you must know your God. You must know your God. Yeah. People know their God. People believe in some talismans, some waistbands, some ankle chains. And some marks on their body. Yeah. People are marked. When something's happening, they just jump. <laughs> Gamalin 20. And something will happen. It's like you don't know your God. There are Christians who don't know their God. Hey. Tell me about, I will know my God. Yeah. So we have the life of God, we are new creations. And he has made us his righteousness. His righteousness is what entitles you to rule and reign in this life as a king. You, you, don't, you are not afraid of anything. You are not afraid of God. You are not afraid of the devil. You are not afraid of man. Because if the God of all universe has accepted you, what can man say? And what can the devil say? The devil cannot accuse you. You understand? That's what I try to explain to you. That if by one man's wrong, we didn't, human beings believe that they are a sinner. Everybody believes that he's a sinner. Yeah. Why are you a sinner? You're a sinner because, not because of what you did, but because of what Adam did. And we're all in Adam's loins when he did that wrong. Look at verse 14, Romans 5, 14. Nevertheless, death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over them that had not sinned after the similitude of Adam's transgression. You didn't partake of the, the, the tree. We didn't eat that fruit of the knowledge of good and evil. Did you eat some? Who, who ate it? Who, who, who here ate that fruit? Sorry? You don't even know how the fruit looks like. It's not apple. It's not salo mango. <laughs> it's not... Uh, 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 it's not paya. It's not abrofon katie. I don't know if you know abrofon katie. I don't remember the last time I saw some in my life. Yes, I need to see some. It's been a long time. I want to choose some. Look for some for me. It's like when you're a child, you're able to find some of these things, but is it called a broken in Kumasi too? It's also called a broken Okay. White man's garnet. American garnet. Yeah. So we didn't do the wrong that Adam did. Okay? Then it says, who is the figure of him that was to come? But everybody's made a sinner. Every, all men are... Romans chapter 3, verse what? 
23. What does it say? For all have sinned and have fallen short of the glory of God. All. Everybody. All means what? All. Huh. Future, past, present, future, past, present, uh, uh, continuous. All the things. Everybody. <laughs> Hallelujah. Why? Because of one person, Adam. Adam, he's the one who did that. When you meet him, what should you tell him? What should you tell Adam when you meet him in heaven? <laughs> Someone will say, if I were Adam, I wouldn't have eaten the fruit. You are lying. You would have eaten the fruit, the trees, chewed the roots, and even eaten the soil around it. That's what you would have done. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Yes. Okay. Because that principle works, there's another principle that also works. That because of one man's, another man's righteousness, all men are also made righteous. If A is equal to B, can't B be equal to A? Or it's simple mathematics. So if you believe that A is equal to B, then it doesn't make sense why you don't believe that B is equal to A. There's something wrong with your mass. If you believe that Adam did wrong and therefore everybody's wrong, then you must believe that Jesus did right and everybody's right. As simple as ABCD. That's what righteousness is. So all men are made righteous. All men are declared not guilty. But it's up to them to receive and accept it. So when you receive Jesus Christ, Lord and personal Savior, you believe what he did. That because of what you did, I am now the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And that is as simple as ABCD. Now, you may not feel righteous. You may not think righteous. You may not behave righteously. You may not act righteously. But that is the truth. Just like there are good sinners and there are bad sinners. Just like those in Adam's race, you can have good, but they are still sinners. You can have those in Christ's race who, who may still be bad. It doesn't mean that they are. Do you understand? Or you don't really understand. What he's saying is that, have you ever seen someone who is a very good man? He's not born again, but he's very good. He's a philanthropist. He's a generous man. He's morally correct. Everything is fine. But that does not mean that when he dies, he will go to heaven. That does not mean that he's not a sinner. He is a sinner, even though he's a good man. There was a day a certain man, very good man, his name was Cornelius, Acts chapter 10, and God intentionally put that in the Bible for us. That you can be good and you will not end up in heaven. Very good. Cornelius was a very good man. He was even building churches. He was building church buildings. Giving. He was seeing visions and all that. He gave. God, when God said that this guy, he needs to give his life to Christ or else I will lose him. So God sent an angel to go and tell him that, brother, go and go and call this pastor to come and talk to you. Pastor Peter to come and come and talk to you. Because if he doesn't come and talk to you, you die and you not go to, you not come to me. Yeah, God sent him an angel. But the angel could not preach the gospel because angels are not designed to preach the gospel. It is Christians. We are the ones who are designed to preach the gospel. A man, a man is needed. So you can be good, but you are still a sinner. Same thing on the other side. You can be a child of God and be a bad person, but you are still a child of God. You are still the righteousness of God. You may not know it. You may be doing foolish things, but you are still the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Does it make sense? Uh-huh. That's how it works. Okay? 
actually what causes you to do wrong as a child of God is because of your consciousness of sin. There's something called sin consciousness. And there's something also called righteousness consciousness. Sin consciousness produces the fruits of sin. Remember last week I mentioned that there are two types of sins. There's a sin that leads to death and a sin that does not lead to death. What scripture did I quote? First John chapter 5, verse what? Verse 15 and 16, isn't it? Let's read it. Okay, 16 is okay. If any man sees his brother sin and sin which is not unto death, he shall ask and he shall give him life. For them that sin not unto death. There is a sin unto death. I did not say that he shall pray for it. So the sin that is not unto death, you can pray for the person, the person will be fine. But the sin that is unto death, you can't pray for the person. The sin that is unto death, the person needs to give his life to Christ before he'll be free. Do you understand? Uh-huh. It's like the tree and the fruit of sin. If the tree is there, okay, you can't do, you, the only way to get the fruit away is to uproot the tree. You can't be cutting the fruit and cutting the leaves. You have not done anything. You have done cost 90. So all those who are born into this world are born sinners. They are born with the first type of sin, which is the sin that leads to death. The word death there is eternal death, eternally being lost, ending up in a lake of fire. Hell is not the end. Hell is just the counterback. Do you know there's, there are three different places in the police station? The, f- <laughs> the first one is called counterback. That one you just sit behind the counter. There's a probability that that day you go home. Yeah. Huh. You, are, you, are, you, are, you, are, you are seeing your freedom. You are seeing outside, but you can, just can't go outside. <laughs> you get it? That's the first place. The second place is the cells behind bars. But behind bars is not the, the actual thing. That one is also a waiting place. From behind bars, they take you to court. When they take you to court, they judge you that you are guilty and that you must... You must demo. How do you say that in English? You must be you must be incarcerated for so so number of years. Then you are taken to either a medium security prison or a maximum security prison. In Saom, it's a medium security prison. It's medium. Places like Alcatraz and uh, Guantanamo Bay. Those those are maximum security. It's maximum. You, the, the prisoners, the, the prison wardens do not smile. <laughs> you know, in Saham, in Saham it's a very nice place. In Saham it's actually very nice. You can be there and you'll, you'll be very happy. Oh, you've never gone to Saham before? They learn, they do all kinds of things. There's Charlie, everything, everything is there. You can be happy. There's weed there, cooking, everything is there. <laughs> everything is there. You can just be happy. Yeah. In the same thing, there are, there are systems like that in the, in the spiritual universe. Okay? So hell is like behind bars. It's just behind bars. It's waiting. You are waiting for the actual maximum in security prison, which is, you are waiting for your trial, which will happen on the day when God sits down, the white throne judgment. So lake of fire is actually the last one. And that is called eternal death. That one, you can, nothing can be, lake of fire, when you end up in lake of fire, when you end up in hell, know that there's no hope for you. Do you understand? Uh-huh. A lake of fire is a lake. There wouldn't be dancing. There wouldn't be any. It's a lake that has fire. Someone said that, oh, hell will be very nice. Because Michael Jackson may be there. Bob Marley may be there. All the entertainers will be there. Uh, what's the lady's name? Uh, Ebony may be there. You'll be surprised that some of these people escaped at the last point. Oh. They are singing for you. You are dancing. You are booing your mood. Hey, hey, hey. 
but they are they are they got born again before they died. Do you know Bob Marley got born again before he died? You don't know. Go to the internet and go and find out. He received Christ before he died. When Gandhi was going to die, he made them know that he was a child of God. He was a Christian and that he was dressing as a Hindu because of India, where he was. Just to bring peace. Yes. Don't follow things blindly. People have a certain type of relationship with God. You'll be surprised. You get to heaven and you're like, hey, what are you doing here? You'll be surprised. Like, hey, hey, what are you doing here? Oh, me too, I'm part. I came. I survived. (laughs) God is the judge, not you. So you have to be careful. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So, now that you're a child of God, you have been made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Meaning that you produce righteousness. It is your natural... You see, sinners can't help but sin. Why? Because they have the tree of sin. They are the tree of sin. Have you seen mango trees bearing pineapple fruits before? You know, that would be a very serious news. It will end up on BBC and CNN. No matter what you do, it will never produce apple, apples. Mango tree producing apple. Never. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So sinners naturally produce sin. They bear the fruits of sin. And the fruits of sin is the is second type of sin, which is the sin which is not unto death. Do you understand? Uh-huh. But now that you are born again, the Bible says that you have been made the righteousness of God. And that was what I wanted you to do. You have been made the righteousness of God. You have become the very righteousness of God. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21. He, he was made sin... Who knew no sin? Jesus was made sin. Who knew no sin? So that you and I might be made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So we have been made the righteousness of God in him. Okay? Hallelujah. And our righteousness is actually a person. That's in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 30. For of him are ye in Christ, who of God is made unto you wisdom. But of him are ye in Christ Jesus, who of God is made unto us wisdom. So Jesus is made unto us wisdom. So our wisdom is a person. His name is Jesus. Then he says, and he's made unto us righteousness. So our righteousness is also a person. His name is Jesus. So the devil cannot condemn you. Because when he points a finger at you, it's actually Jesus is pointing a finger at you. So when he's trying to point, it's like, hey, sorry. <laughs> then he'll turn away. Because you, Christ is your righteousness. Your righteousness is a person. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. So never ever let the devil condemn you. Never ever feel bad. When you do something wrong, come to church. There are a lot of people who are not in church because of what they did during the week. Saturday night. It's a very crucial night. That's when the devil tempts everybody. He becomes very busy. So that people will have a certain conscience, not to a bad conscience, in order not to go to church. Yeah, Adra, is it true? Yeah, Saturday, very dangerous night. That is when, if you were a weed smoker before, they will tempt you with weed smoking. Your friend will come and come and blow one on you. <laughs> so I'll let you say waiting. Make we just chill and what do they talk? Correct one, like real pure ganja. Hey, 2018 version. <laughs> yeah. That is why you, you type www.x. Saturday night. It's not a small thing. Oh. So just so that you're not being in church. 
You see, all those things are the fruits of sin. If you're a child of God, those are fruits of sin. You are being tempted to do something wrong. But that does not mean that you are wrong. You don't have the tree of sin in you anymore. Now you have the tree of righteousness in you. And it is natural for you to bear the fruits of righteousness. So you are tempted to produce another fruit. Do you understand? You are tempted. They said, temp- I mean, if you were a sinner, born, you are, you are, you are, you are a sinner, you've never given your life to Christ. When you sleep with somebody, you don't think about it twice. So. Like, you just, it's not, you are thinking about the next match. Yes, you're not thinking about Hey, God, I, I sinned against God. I, I did something against God. You, there's no guilt on your conscience. You don't have any guilt. Have you forgotten how you were before? I mean, Charlie, just be honest. Talk to me. Who is next? Body count. Who will be the next person? That's what you're thinking about. Yeah. If you're a lady, you, you, look, you look for who, who is coming next. Who is that guy who will buy the next jollof for you and buy so that you can give up the cookie? Hallelujah. But as soon as you become born again, you fornicate and you feel like dying. When you even do it, the penis can just reduce like that. The righteousness of I'm the right. You remember what Pastor T said? I'm the righteousness of you see that things coming down like this. And then you say, Charlie, Charlie, I can't do anything. I can't do anything, Charlie. Charlie, I don't know. I'm just being honest with you. Yeah. If you are born again and you are doing something wrong, you don't feel comfortable at all. You are. You feel basar. You are basatious, like you are, in a, you are in a state of macabre dance. You feel bad. That's how it is. Kotomoros. The reason is because you are a child of God. There's something inside you that restrains you and constrains you and prevents you from doing some things. Do you understand? That's, that's the Holy Spirit inside you. He constrains you. That's the nature of righteousness inside you. It constrains you and lets you know that this is not what you are. You are different. You are different. Now, when you pay attention to what is inside, it, leads, it begins to lead you to do right things. You just begin to do right things. So, as either a child of God could either be sin conscious and produce the fruits of sin, or he can be righteousness conscious and produce the fruits of righteousness. That's what a child of God can be. But what a child of God is, he's actually righteousness. He's righteousness. He may not know that he's righteousness. Therefore, he will be producing foolish things. But when he gets to know that he's righteousness and keeps reminding himself of what he really is, of what he really is, then he will find himself going the right way. So I am the righteousness of God. I do not do foolish things. I'm the righteousness of God. I don't I, I don't do this. This is not what I am. I'm different. I don't steal. I don't tell lies. I used to tell lies, pa. Yes, even though I was a child of God, I didn't know I was the righteousness of God until I found out. I don't know if you know how to lie. Do you know how to lie? You know, you can frame the lie. As you are going, you are planning it. You'll be planning. Okay, so if they ask me, this is what I'll say, this is what I'll say, this is what I'll say. Especially when you're in trouble. You just know how to lie. Before you get there, if you have a 30 minutes walk before they ask you questions, by the time you are there, you know, you know what to do. You have the lie window, lie door, lie fire extinguisher to quench some fires. You have everything in place. Yeah. I remember I'll would, I would be, I would be planning. When I found out that I was the righteousness of God, when I'm planning, sometimes I'm planning to lie. As I'm planning, even the opportunity to lie will not come to me. I realize that when I go, they'll not even ask me about what I did. 
Yeah, that was how I started. Do not ask me about what I did. And I'll just be there. I realized all the plans I did, I made it it's useless. Yeah. Then gradually, I started thinking. I'm not sure. I don't lie. No, I don't lie. I don't tell lies. I tell the truth. I speak truth. Before long, I found myself, I couldn't tell a lie. It was impossible. I just couldn't tell a lie. Yeah, that's how it is. So it's, a, it's, it's gradual. The righteous of God leads you gradually. Okay? It leads you gradually. But you have to be conscious of that. It's very important. You have to be conscious of that. Now, look at Romans chapter 8 from verse 1. There is therefore now no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus. So because you are in Christ Jesus, there is no condemnation for you. The devil can't condemn you and say that you, you are a bad girl. He can't say that. If he says that, tell him that you are a liar. The Bible says that the devil, the devil knows one thing, how to do one thing, and that is to lie. He's the master of all lies. He's the father of all lies. He's the author of lies. So he can lie. The devil knows how to lie. The devil can tell you that, listen, you're a very terrible boy. You're a very terrible girl. Remember all the things that you have done. How can you be going to this church? Why are you? Why, what's wrong with you? Don't you know that you are destroying the church? Don't you know that you are using your bad, your bad things that you have been doing in outside? As you're coming, it's just bringing impurities on the church building, even. Even on the church building. <laughs> you're a virus. You're a bacteria. Yeah, he can lie to you. So there are a lot of children, Christians who are, they feel so bad. They feel so bad because of one thing or the other. But you see, let me show you a scripture in Ephesians chapter 4. Go to Ephesians chapter 4. Let's read from verse 29. Ephesians 4, 29. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace unto the hearers. Verse 30. And give not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby you are sealed unto the day of redemption. Verse 31. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. Next verse. And be ye kind one to another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, hath forgiven you. Hath. You, as Pasco, hath forgiven you. He forgave you the day you gave your life to Christ. Even before that day, you were forgiven. So don't let, don't be, don't feel bad like you are I'm a bad person. No, you are not a bad person. Okay, you are actually feeling like that because you are growing in the Lord, and God loves you. You are beginning to become more conscious of the love of God for you. Yeah, because you see, Romans chapter five verse eight. What does Romans chapter five verse eight say? For God commended his love towards us. In that, whilst we were yet sinners, even when we were the trees of sin, what did he do? Christ died. Now that you are born again, do you think that he will let you, he will let you go like that? No. Hallelujah. See, I'm different. Say it again, I'm different. Say, God loves me. You see, it is your focus that is causing you to do wrong. It's because you are focusing on the wrong thing. That's why you keep doing wrong things. If you start focusing on God's love for you, and start focusing on the beautiful things that God has done for you. No, it's like, uh, it's like being in love with somebody. No, like if you are really in love. I'm not talking about selves. No, I'm talking about real love. You love this lady, pa, or you love this guy, pa. Okay? 
you will not be able to go and propose to another person. No. You, it's not possible. It's not possible. You will not be able to. So I find it difficult when someone says, I'm in love with this person. I'm in love with this one, this one, this one, this one. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you, you are, it's last. As for last, there's nothing. You are sharing the love. Two weeks, two weeks love. You see, that's why it's not love. There's, there's something wrong. You say you love this person and you are sleeping with this person. No, no, no. no. Something is wrong with your love. Because if you really love somebody, you can't, you can't do some things. You can't. Is it true or is it a lie? So you are doing wrong because your love for the Lord is not intact. You don't know how much God loves you. If you know, if you know how much God loves you, eh, you love him back. And because you love him, you can't do some things against him. Do you understand? You just can't do some things against him. You, you have a lot of difficulty. And his love is what has produced righteousness in us. His love is what has given us his righteousness. For God so loved the world. That's why he gave his only begotten son. His son is the package of life, the package of righteousness, the package of redemption, the package of everything that he has brought into our lives. Okay? So the more you work on your love for God, the less your errors. The less your love for Jesus, the more your errors. That's how it is. So righteousness, consciousness produces righteousness. No, the Lord loves me. He gave his life. Someone died though. Someone shared his blood. Why should I just be messing up like that? Someone shared his blood. I'm, I'm different. Someone shared his blood for me. If you have a good estimation of that, it will inform you. You can't do something. It's not possible. It's not possible. You'll be reminded of the seed of life. The seed of eternal life that is in you. And therefore you can't do some things. That's how it works. Hallelujah. So when, normally when we find a Christian who is doing so many wrong, like he's just sinning, sleeping with all the choir, 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 the choiristers. Yeah, there, there, are, there are some choir people that are like that. I don't know whether they just sing the song. They don't remember what they are singing. They just sing the song. Yeah. So they come, some choir choiristers, the devil is just in their midst, just doing things. The reason is that he doesn't know what he has become. So there's something called the mind of the spirit and there's something called the mind of the flesh. It depends on what you are minding. Okay? Now that you're a child of God, now that you're the righteous of God in Christ Jesus, it is what you mind that causes you to produce what you produce. So he says that there's therefore now no condemnation to them that which are in Christ Jesus. Then he says, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit? Who walk not? The word walk means to follow after. It means to live after. It means to regulate your life after. There are people who regulate their life after the flesh, carnal things. Okay? There are Christians who can't stop listening to some songs. What are the latest songs that are around? Remind me of one, one latest song that is around. Mangringo, Mangringo, Wangringo. What is the meaning of that? But you are hooked on it. Can't you realize that that's a spirit that is holding you actually? Yeah, there's something holding you. Hallelujah. It's because of what you are after. So even though you're a child, you're a Christian, you love God, but because of the things that you're after, the things that you like, your tastes, your tastes, what you are thinking, what, what occupies your mind. No, if you're a child of God, then you allow your mind to be occupied with sex. You, that's what you produce. You can't be watching porn and not think of sleeping with somebody. Ah, are you, are you garbaging? 
garbage out. You are surprised that you are going to sleep with the lady. What are you talking about? That, that is what is happening. You are a child. You are, there's nothing wrong with you being a child. You are a child of God, but what you are minding is a problem. Your consciousness, what you think about, is what is causing you to produce the things that you are producing. There's a place for temptation, but you have moved from temptation into occupying your life. Your whole life is occupied with things of the flesh. Series. You are into series. How can you have a good relationship with God? You don't, you don't even pray. You don't do some of those things. What you think about is what you produce. What you think about is what you produce. Romans what? Romans 6, 13. Let's look at it. Romans 6, 13. Neither you do your members as instruments of unrighteousness unto sin. So it is up to you. You can yield your... Don't, don't say that I, had, I didn't have a choice. Oh boy, you had a choice. Every wrong thing that you do, you think about it. You make a decision. Am I lying? Charlie, I did lie. You know, be true. Be true. You think about it. You think about the styles, the positions. Before, before it happens. How you get there. You plan everything. It's okay. Some people are children. We don't want to spoil their mind. So what you think about. Tell me about what you think about. It's what you produce. If you think about righteousness. You produce righteousness. If you think about sin. You produce sin. That's how it is. Okay. As simple as obesity. But it doesn't change the fact that you are the righteous of God. Now what you need to do is to dust yourself. No, I'm, I'm, I'm higher than this. I am higher than that. God is better than we. God is better than we. The feeling you have. Listen. The feeling you have. Okay. With. Uh, you have when you are fellowshipping with the Lord. With real intimacy. Is better than any, any feeling you can ever have. Through smoking. Through sex. Through music, anything at all you can think about. What? What did you say? Tramor. What? Tramor. <laughs> As a tramor, I don't understand why people take it all. It's very serious because what it does to you is too much. Yeah, it's serious. Hallelujah. That's why it says, taste and see that the Lord is good. There's a taste, there's a taste that God has. Yeah. If you taste, you'll be surprised. Yeah. You realize you. There are some things that are better. God is better than all these things. No, you have sex with someone. You can impregnate the person. You've not thought about it. And then, after impregnating, you would want to abort the baby. So, you, you are now into murder. You are, you are stressing. You are, it's like, one small... <gasps> and then, plenty problems. HIV cries inside. I heard of a certain lady, one lady in one of well, some place be like that. You know, she just wants to be a bad girl. I just, she just want, she's a child of God, though. She's been in church for a long time. She just wants, all of a sudden, she wants to be a bad girl. And she, 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 her life has just become bizarre. And she's not happy. Yeah, she's taking drugs. Drugs she's supposed to take just, it's supposed to be taken just once in a year. She has taken it thrice in a year. Three times. Because of sex. Yeah. He has taken it three times in a year. So we're even scared for her. We are scared for her, but she's not even scared for herself. Can you imagine? Some spirit has entered. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. So being carnally minded, the Bible says, is death. 
but being spiritually minded is life and peace. You enjoy life, you enjoy peace. How many of you want peace? Yes, spiritual mindedness. Eh? Romans chapter, Roman chapter 8, verse 6. It says, for to be carnally minded. Let's read the Amplified. The Amplified is, will try and help us small. Now the mind of the flesh, which is sense and reason without the Holy Spirit, is death. Death that comprises all the miseries from sin. Both here and hereafter. But the mind of the Holy Spirit is life and so peace, both now and forever. You will have peace. Some people don't have to think about HIV ever. Because they, they don't have... They don't even, some people don't check their menstrual cycle. They don't know it. Because there's nobody planting seed. You, people are planting... They are planting seed. So you, are, you want to make sure... You are a student, instead of reading biology, you are reading menstrual cycle. Checking which one, which one is where. Timetable. When it comes to, oh, this is, it's not safe. It's safe. Hey. Ask the nearest la- lady. Well, why? 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 You are drawing gloves. <laughs> so, the next thing is that you are justified. Okay? I've spoken to Elizabeth about it, but I want to try and give you some scriptures on it. Okay? You are justified. And to be justified means to be declared not guilty. To be declared what? Not guilty. Romans chapter 5, verse 1. Romans 5, 1. Being justified. Let's read Romans 4, 25. There's a verse before Romans 5, 1. Okay, there's a verse before Romans 5, 1, which is actually Romans 4, 25. It says that for he who was, Christ was delivered for our offenses. Jesus was delivered. You see the beatings that they give to Jesus? It was because of you. Someone woke up early in the morning. Have you ever woken up with your mouth smelling before? You know, sometimes when you see some ladies, it's like their mouth does not smell when they wake up in the morning. <laughs> oh, my dear. The way you looked at me, I'm feeling shy. I, I, don't, I don't want to continue. <laughs> it's serious. Yeah, you see, very beautiful lady. No matter how much you brush your teeth before you sleep, when you wake up, you realize that mm, there's something. Hallelujah. People, just imagine Jesus is there. They, there was no pepsodent. There was no close-up. There was no Colgate. Nothing. Even if it's Sarika, the Sarika, I mean, they, whatever they were using, people woke up in the morning, early morning, 5 a.m., the saliva in their mouth, they came to come and spit it in Jesus' face. He had not done anything wrong. All he did was to do them good. He was just doing them good. Opening people's eyes. Multiplying bread. Giving them food. Saying nice things. That was all he did. Yeah. He didn't do anything wrong. Why was that being done to him? Because of you. Check your neighbor's face. Check your neighbor's Because of you. Tell anybody it's because of you. Even when someone is even talking and small spit comes on you, hey, 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 hey. As, as, they spat on him early morning spits. Plenty. Fresh one. Fresh one. Yeah. You see, when, when you don't want people to see your ties, there are some ladies who want people to see their ties. They wear, they wear hot pants. Their ties too is not nice. You see, the more you review the ties, the drier it becomes. 
So there's no juice inside anymore. It doesn't look nice anymore. But when you cover it more and more and more, you see that it's fairer. It's nicer. It's juicier. Yeah. When you reveal it like this, hey, the boys will do it. Hey, hey, hey. It's hot pants and those things. It doesn't help anybody. It doesn't help anybody. We are, we are revealing things that are supposed to be hidden. Ah, mosquitoes will be biting the thighs. No, no, no. No. <laughs> Cover the tie. Yeah, Jesus was stripped naked. Charlie, the guy didn't, there was no boxer shorts. On. Jesus didn't have boxer shorts on. No, Charlie, when we see the Jesus movie saying, the guys who are acting the thing, they can't do that. So they don't let, and it's like it's too it's pornographic. So they can't do that. But Jesus was, it's explicit. Jesus was, re, Charlie, naked though. That thing was on. God had. It's not a small thing. Because of you. <laughs> because of you. Tell me about it was because of you. Yeah. It was because of you. He was delivered. He was given, delivered, caught and delivered because of our offenses. And was raised after we had been declared not guilty. He was raised from the dead after we have been declared not guilty. That's what justification means. Yeah. Then he says, being therefore now justified. Look at verse, the next verse. Being therefore being justified by faith, we have peace with God. So God is not fighting you because you have been declared not guilty. You understand? Yeah. You've been declared not guilty. Someone described justified uh, uh, as this, just as if I had never done anything wrong. You've never, your clean slate clean slate justified go to first first peter chapter 2 verse 22 first peter 2 22 say we are justified declared not guilty that's why i always tell you that when you think about god think about yourself think about you because he has given you everything that he is you see god god loves you so much he loves you into details seriously Sometimes it's because of the way we think. Oh, we think that God doesn't like us, but God likes you too much. If do you know? Let me tell you a story. Can I tell you something? Yes. I don't know if you want to hear it. Do you know that if you were the only person here on earth, Jesus would still have come to die for you? Do you know that? Yeah. Never think about God as a general corporate. God. He doesn't think like that. He thinks individually. When I say God loves you, I'm not talking about you. Like you, everybody. No, I'm talking about you as an individual. With all your some witness. Yes, you. If you were the only one, if you were the only one here on earth, moving around, you would still have sent Jesus to come and die for you. That's how special you are for him. So don't devalue yourself. Don't let some boy be just deceive you or some girl be just deceive you. Or, I mean, you are, too, you are too much for God. God likes you too much. God likes you too. It's, it's so serious that it can even destroy your life. Do you know when that, that someone is so loved, a child knows that he's so loved that it destroys his life? That's how serious it is. Yeah, that's how serious it is. I know a man of God who understood this thing so much. There was a day he was praying and God told him, you are the one I've chosen. And because of that, it destroyed his life. Yes, he forgot that actually there are other people that God has also chosen. How do you say that in English? His head inside became too sweet. 
Yeah. That was very serious. God is, God is a personal God. He's individual. He's with you, you, the, the two of us. That's how God is. He doesn't joke with you at all. Okay? He says, Jesus who did no sin. He did no sin, no. The Bible says that Jesus was tempted in all points. Stop, baby. You think you are the only one who has been tempted by a lady? Jesus was also tempted by ladies. Big buttons, flat buttons, big breasts, small breasts. Everything. He was tempted. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 15. Yes. For we have not an high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling. Eh? Feeling. Tell me about feelings. Jesus also had feelings. Whenever you have a feeling, remember Jesus that Jesus actually had feelings. Oh. Jesus had feelings. Yes. The Bible says he's not, he's, not the, he's not the high priest who cannot be touched with the things that we feel. He knows what you are feeling. Yeah, he knows it. Yeah. He knows when you, you are feeling hungry and feel like stealing someone's money to, to, to do something. Yeah. He had that feel. He had those feelings. You see, sometimes when you think about Jesus, it's like... Superman. Untouchable. The China type of... Have you seen the Chinese Jesus before? <laughs> they were doing normal Jesus movie, but Chinese people were the one who were acting it. And they were taking Jesus to the cross. They took him to the cross. They nailed him to the cross. As he was hanging there, the people, the Pharisees, were laughing at him like we have in every Jesus movie. They were laughing at him, mocking him and all that. But this Chinese Jesus could not bear what they were doing. <laughs> so he came down from the cross and beat all of them. He beat all of them. And then he went back to the cross and died. Yeah. Only in China. <laughs> yeah. Because to be mocked, to be mocked, that is not easy. The guy could not bear it in the movie. As we could not bear it. Like, no, what do you mean? Who do you think you are? I'm saving you. You are laughing at me. Okay. For we have not an high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted like as we are, yet without sin. So Jesus was too pure. Tempted. You think you are the only one who, has, who is getting taught. Jesus also had taught. You see Mary Madeline passing by. You see, hey, Afraba. Return, return. Stop passing in front of me like that. Jesus was tempted. <laughs> yeah. Hebrew, uh, Hebrews chapter 12, verse 5, 4 and 5. Go to Hebrews 12, 4 and 5. He says, you have not resisted unto blood, striving against sin. This is what happened to Jesus. He strived against, he resisted sin to the point of shedding his blood. Yeah. And you have forgotten, blah, blah, blah. Go, verse 4 is what I want you to see. Hmm? Three and four. Read three and four. For consider him that endured such contradiction of sinners against himself. Lest he be wearied and faint in your minds. Don't think that you are the only one who is being tempted. Let's read a lighter version so that we can understand. Okay? From verse three. When you find yourselves flagging in your faith, go over the story again, item by item. That long litany of hostility he plowed through. That will shoot adrenaline into your souls. When you remember what, he, what happened to him, and still he stood, you too, it will cause you to stand. Yeah, they are giving you scholarship. 
Verse 4. In this all-out match against sin, others have suffered far, far worse than you. To say nothing of what Jesus went through. All that bloodshed. He strived to bloodshed. Yeah. So he was not a sinner, but he was made a sinner. He was made sin. As Jesus was hanging on the cross, all the sin of the universe, past, present, future, was put into him. Because of you. you just you. Only you. Because of you. Yeah. Go back to First Peter 2.22. Who knew no sin? Hmm? Who did? He did no sin. Neither was God found in his mouth. There was no God. He never insulted anybody. He never said, oh my amen. <laughs> have you ever said, oh my amen before? <laughs> yes. The Nigerians, have you done this before? Yes. Have you done something? Your father. Your father. When they get to the US, it's your daddy. <laughs> Change from your father to your daddy. Yeah. Neither was God found in his mouth. Next verse. Who, when he was reviled, reviled not again. When he suffered, he threatened not, but committed himself to him that judges righteously. Yeah. No God was found in his mouth. He did no sin. Go, go back. Go to verse 22. Let's read the Amplified. 22 Amplified. Who was guilty of no sin? Who can say here that he was not guilty of a sin? Plenty. But he was made, he was declared guilty so that you will not be declared. You will be declared not guilty. That's justification. So in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 14, look at 1 Corinthians 6. Let's read 11. 1 Corinthians 6, 11. And such were some of you. Says, and such were some of you. Some, what, what is it? Go to verse 9. But you see what he's talking about. No thieves. Let's read from verse 9. It says, Know you not that unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Thank God you are not unrighteous. Thank God you are now the righteousness of God. It says, don't you know that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? Be not deceived. Neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor effeminate, nor abusers of mankind, of themselves of mankind, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God. Look at the next verse. If you had stopped there, would have been in trouble because you realize that you are one of the people that they are talking about. <laughs> they are dialing your numbers in, the, in those scriptures. If you are not a fornicator, you are a thief. If you are not a thief, you are an abuser of mankind. You are an idolater. Facebook has caught all your attention. When you wake up in the morning, the first thing you check in your life is Facebook. What's up? What's up? Then it says, and such way, say way. Do you understand the English he's speaking or you don't understand? And such, all these things, such were some of you. Such were some of you. Such you were like this. But ye are washed. Ah. Ah. See, I'm washed. It says, but ye are washed. You are sanctified, but you are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's look at the message. Our brother is saying message. Let's look at the message version. Message version. And number of you know from experience what I'm talking about. You know, it's, a, it's an experience. Experience. Ask your neighbor, do you have some experiences? What are your experiences? What are your experiences? What are your experiences? Ask your neighbor, what are your experiences? We want to know what are your experiences? A number of you, a number of you know from experience what I'm talking about. For not so long ago, you were on that list. You were on that list. 
since then, you've been cleaned up and given a fresh start by Jesus, our Master, our Messiah, and by God present, present in us, the Spirit. You see, you have to be a grateful child of God. If you are fooling around, it means that you don't know what has been done for you. And you, if you know, you are not grateful for what he has done for you. That's why I'm messing up. Your gratitude will curb you from foolishness. Yes. The love of God constrains us. For with that judge that if one die, well, then we're all mended. So that those who live should no longer live unto themselves, but live unto the one who died and rose again. Second Corinthians 5, verse 13. Hallelujah. See, I'm justified. I'm justified. Say it again, I'm justified. I'm justified. Yeah. Washed. Not declared guilty. You are free. free. Say I'm free. free. Say it again. I'm free. I'm free free to worship God. So you are not guilty. So you can that is why we can pray anywhere in the world. You can pray on the toilet. It's still acceptable before God. Sometimes some people look at like how come you are just praying like we can just lift up our hands wherever we are and pray. So I got a call that someone was in the hospital with very wild issue, near death. The person is near death, so I should pray. I need someone to comfort me, but they said I should pray. I said, close your eyes wherever you are. From the police station, I said, close your eyes wherever you are. And let me pray for you. I lifted my, my hands and said, Father, she shall not die. She shall survive. Everything will be fine. In a name that every single muscle in the body and every single organ in the body responds to. In the name of the Lord Jesus, am I praying? We agree that she shall be kept alive. In Jesus' name, amen. And I cut the question. She said, thank you, pastor. This morning they called me that she's too fine. Everything is fine. Powerful. You see, my condition and my circumstances did not change the fact that I am the righteous of God and I can be wherever and still pray for God to hear and for God to answer. Yeah, that's how powerful it is. No matter where you are, you can pray. No matter what wrong you are in, you can still pray and talk to God. God is ever ready to hear you. He's ever ready to talk to you and help you come out of your trouble and help you journey into your success. That's what God is in your life. Hallelujah. Rise up on your feet and yes, thank God for what I shared with you. Thank God, thank God, thank God, thank God. Father, we give you glory. God bless you for listening. Keep listening to the word as Christ is made the center of your world. For prayer and counseling, call 024-563-8314 or send an email to info at christworldinc.com. God bless you.